Hello, and welcome to the Stories That Unite Us. I am Helene, and today I'm talking with Louisa from Pennsylvania on the topic of personal and public identities. Hi, Louisa. How are you? Hi, I'm great. And you? Good, thank you. Um, so today we're going to talk about gender and sexuality. First of all, is it legal to get mar- for people of the same sex to get married in the United States? Um, yes, it is legal. And although there are many restrictions against people of the same sex getting married or basically having a relationship together, it is legal. And Although, albeit, um, there is a lot of beauty and support surrounding the LGBTQ plus community, there's also a lot of stigma and stigmatization and politicization surrounding relationships between people. Like, for example, in Florida, right now, Ronald DeSantis just passed a more restrictive Don't Say Gay bill, which restricts um, teachers or any kind of adult in schools from K to 12, just even say, or mentioning anything about the LGBTQ plus community, which is a huge obstacle for identity and development, especially for children, because it is not a form of conditioning. It is not a form of implicating or influencing or um, trying to change the way children think. No, it's just simply accepting the fact that the identity is much more complex than just simply linear or just simply a construct that others have implicated over the course of history. It's something much more beautiful and complex, and I think we should continue to ask questions about that instead of restricting it to a common binary because love isn't binary, and I think that should be an idea that should allow children to grow and develop in their own way, asking their own questions without being told how to ask their own questions. Great. Thank you. Very interesting. So that kind of included your opinion on the topic, but do you have any um, personal opinions or personal stories to share that are related? Uh, Yes, I do, actually. Um, As a person growing up Colombian-American, I got to experience a lot of different perceptions, especially with the Colombian culture and the American culture surrounding this kind of topic, and it was very different. The Colombian culture, um, from my parents especially, was a little bit more restricted and conservative, while ironically the American um, kind of perception on this, with the people that I personally grew up with, because I know this is different from different part of the states, but it was a little bit more welcoming, it was a little bit more allowing, I guess you could say that's the um, right word choice when I wanted to question or experiment things. Because as a child grew up, I have a lot of questions, that is the epitome of a child, questions. And so I was allowed to ask questions growing up, but my, the Colombian culture, or as I was growing up, kind of cut off or restricted a couple of those questions. So I wasn't allowed to ask. And I think that is detrimental to the health of children because they can't ask questions. How can they expect to get answers of themselves or of others, of the world, of their minds, of their body? Um, so I, the personal experience is that I was allowed to ask questions, and that's a privilege because not everyone is allowed to do so. Um, with identity, I think it's a privilege to ask questions because not everything um, everyone has. And the topic of this is personal and public identity. People could show a public persona and have a private persona, and that yeah. kind of imbalance could be unhealthy, in my opinion, because I think our private persona should just as much be allowed to shine in public without being criticized or stigmatized or politicized or used for political theater or for political means. Yep. It's, it's, it's not a means of gaining popularity, especially for some politicians out there that use this kind of um, this kind of identity, this kind of concept to just propagate and, and conform and manipulate into their own kind of 
harmful and conservative opinions, and I, and I, I really don't think identity should be used or manipulated for someone's own selfish and tender means. Interesting. Very interesting, too, that you have the perspective of the U.S. and the Colombian perspective. Have you noticed in I'm wondering what it's like in schools, if you've noticed any discrimination toward LGBTQ? Oh, uh, definitely. Um, um, here in the school, there is kind of a mix. Um, we have a GSA club even actually it was implemented, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was last year. And the club is I've been to the club. It's incredibly welcoming, incredibly accepting. It's quite beautiful to see um, that people don't only see you for your sexuality, they see you for your person. Mm-hmm. Because um, people who usually go against those kind of opinions see you for who you like or for who you, ch- who you choose to love. And as a person, you're much more than who you choose to like or love. I am much more than that. I am not just my sexual identity. My identity conforms with many different aspects. And some people at the school just don't understand that. And they tend to really make fun of that or at least make degrading comments about it. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it, it's tiring and hurtful after a while. And mm-hmm. one gets desensitized to it, even though it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, humor has been weaponized around that sense and there's kind of a lot of um, degrading comments or behaviors to people of that community and I don't think that should be normalized. Interesting. And did you go to the school in the States for a while? I did, yes, for 12 years. Okay. Do you know, was there a difference? Can you see a clear difference? Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I, I mean, I was 12 at that time. I I barely even knew. And that right there is a red flag. I didn't know this existed. I didn't know there was a possibility to grow and expand on myself. Yeah. And I think that should be a vital part of education. Yes. Not only should it be intersectional, it should be equitable and progressive. And that's not something I really had growing up. And one more question about school here. Do you see inclusion of LGBTQ plus in the curriculum at all? By authors, what teachers talk about? Um, I do, I do, um, but I would like to see more. And not Mm -hmm. only on that aspect, I'd still would like to see many other kind of oppressed or marginalized communities, not only in authors, but in works, in literature, in in science too. but I have seen it, and the teachers here are absolutely wonderful. Like, the teachers here are amazing. And they try to implement progressive curriculums, and they, and they even, uh, I think Mr. Arney, shout out to Mr. Arney, um, <laughs> he even implemented a new standard talking about um, progressive history and um, Interesting. concepts such as that. And I think that is, that's wonderful. I think um, every school should have the privilege to do that, but... Not every school does. So I think I consider myself very lucky to be part of a community or teachers who accept this with wide open arms and see it as it is beauty. Great. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Very interesting. Thank you. No problem.